Good morning, Contrarians! Friday morning, July 21st, 6.40 a.m. It is a quiet summer Friday. Not much going on. Stock futures are pointing to some gains, though. We have uh, the NASDAQ leading things out up a half of 1%. That reverses losses from yesterday. The NASDAQ was down 2% yesterday. This due to those uh, Taiwan semiconductor uh, scare that we talked about yesterday with chip demand. Uh, so that weighed on things yesterday, but we're now uh, looking at a recovery with the NASDAQ. The S&P 500 is up about three-tenths of 1%. Commodities are mixed. We have copper unchanged, but WTI crude oil is up more than 1% to trade around $76.50 a barrel. Soft commodities, wheat, corn, and soybeans are down 1% to 2%. So maybe some ebbing concerns there about Russia backing out of that grain deal there in the Ukraine, if you'll recall the start of the week. Cryptos are retreating a bit. We have Bitcoin down 2% to trade around 29800 Worth mentioning this because Bitcoin has been a bit of a leading indicator here these last couple of months, at least for tech stocks. May just be a coincidence, but maybe not. Anyway, bonds are unchanged. Two-year yields 4.85%. The 10-year yields 3.85%. So I said it was a quiet day. It certainly is. We get a couple of earnings, Amex, American Express, Stock ticker AXP, they are due to report before the open. That's actually imminent at 7 a.m. By the time you hear this, they will probably have reported. Schlumberger, stock ticker SLB, and AutoNation, stock ticker AN, also due to report before the open at 9.30. That's it. No economic data releases to speak of. So where that leaves us this morning is uh, still, earnings season is still grinding into gear. Next week is a real big one for earnings. But so far, 75% of the S&P companies have beat earnings estimates. That is basically in line with the three-year average of 80%. Some might say it's a little lower, but the sample size is not big enough yet. And uh, we do have the banks that traditionally beat, so maybe that is weighing things a bit to the upside, which means that maybe we are running a little below the three-year, behind the three-year average, but whatever. That's probably just grinding the numbers a little bit too closely. Uh, the chips company, the chips slowdown that we spoke about yesterday, that weighed on markets, that was just cited. It's only been one company citing this, which is Taiwan Semiconductor. That's enough to be an outlier. We'll see what the other chip makers say. I don't think they report next week, uh, maybe the week after. We do get Microsoft, Google, and Amazon next week. But I'm not sure if the if the uh, AMDs and NVIDIAs and all those guys report as well. Maybe they do. We also have the Fed next week. And uh, they conclude their two... The policy meeting on Wednesday, uh, 25 basis point rate hike is basically 
all but dialed in, 99% of futures traders are pricing in that move. So the suspense is pretty much out of it when it comes to the interest rate policy, at least the number, the details, what they say is going to be much more important. And right now, Fed futures are pricing in no, they're pricing in another pause at the meeting after that. The meeting after that is until September 20th. A lot can change in those two months. If you don't believe me, just look at all this noise you're hearing now about deflation. It's out there. And just a month or two ago, everybody was talking about inflation, how inflation was never going to come down. Whenever you hear people say that something is never going to come down, is usually a pretty good indicator that it's about to. And the reverse holds true too. If somebody says stocks are forever range-bound in a low range, that's when you want to buy because that's when things are about to rally, usually. That's why it is so important to keep the contrarian view in mind at all times, regardless of whether you follow it or not with your own trading and investment strategy. Trading, of course, is a bit of, uh, is really just another word for gambling in many ways if you do short-term trading. I don't. I invest for the long term and buying dips tends to work pretty well if it's in established companies. So that's all we got. Um, Don't think I did any real trades this week. My stock holdings have done quite well. Thank you very much. Um, But that's also kind of what makes you cautious because the last thing you want to do is get cocky about any of this. Nobody knows the future, and uh, you do have to stay a little nimble, one would think. But anyway, this is not investment investing advice, nor is this a trading course. Those things are a ripoff, by the way. I hope you, you know that. They're great for the person giving the course. Not so great if you are think you're actually going to learn anything that will beat the market consistently. In fairness, it's probably impossible to beat the market consistently on a short-term basis. Over the long term, the odds go up. Anyway, that's what we got today. This Friday, quiet summer Friday. Enjoy the beach or wherever it is that you are this weekend. We'll be back here next on Monday. It's going to be a big week next week. We have the Fed and a bunch of earnings. So don't get too complacent. See you back here then. Have a great weekend. Bye.